I'm gonna play that. my own music. I'm gonna do my own thing. If you like it, you like it. You ride with me. If you don't, you don't. Yep. And I'm not here to please nobody here. If you if you vibe with me, you vibe with me. And that's kind of like my my mindset because yeah. uh, you're never gonna make everybody happy in this life, man. And so if you can just make yourself happy, people can see that. You just lead by what you what you guys are an example of that. Hello. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yellow colored glasses here. So today we have a special guest, Eric Chin. Mr. One and only Eric Chin. Um, but before we get started, we're going to do our review of Warren Amounts Agency. So episode 28, Laura M. Great team to work with, took the time to grow, or I'm sorry, let's restart this. Great team to work with, took the time to go over my options and find the perfect coverage for our family. Always responsive when you have a question or concern, super friendly, would highly recommend Warren Amounts Agency. Thank you, Laura. Um, as everybody knows, reviews go way farther than anybody could probably ever think. Um, that is how we uh, grow our business organically. So we very much appreciate you guys um, with any of our clients that we have at Warren Amounts Agency. So without further ado, Great intro. Eric Chen. Man, so, all right, so today, guys, we have Eric Chen. So Eric Chen and I have known each other for a very long time. We played, uh, well, we went to high school together. We played football together, um, worked together. Um, so I'm super excited to have him on. Eric is one of the most disciplined guys I know, um, very uh, strategic with everything he does. So Eric. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Welcome, man. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. You came up to me last week. I was kind of shy about it. I was like, you know what? I, I can jump, jump yeah. on not knowing what we're going to be talking about. But you mm-hmm. know what? We're going to have fun with this it one. It is and, a fun, man. And just go for it, man. So, so one, so tell tell everybody a little about yourself, man. So what, what are you doing? Tell, tell them, you know, what you're about. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself real quick. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm currently a fitness coach, personal trainer. Been that since... Well, I was 21. I'm about to be 30 in a couple of weeks. So just a little tip here, man. February what? 21st. 21st. 21st, man. But it's that new age bracket. So uh, I'm excited to hear your best years are in your 30s and 40s. So not even in my prime. Yet, I was going right? to say, so, dude, I've always said that 30 and 30, 30 to 35 is your prime. Okay. I got some time. I don't know if that's true or not. That's why I continue <laughs> to tell myself. I told myself 25 to 30 was my prime. So. Hey. And okay. We, we learn as we go. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, a little bit about me, man. So, like, you know, as Jake said, we went to high school together, even worked together a little bit at our time at GNC. Uh, I've always been in the fitness nutrition side of the, you know, yeah. uh, the realm. And so for me, it's always been healthy, uh, look good, feel good, uh, you know, make sure other people get that same feel. So mm-hmm. when I work with people, I always coach. Uh, the, the basics and then build upon that, you know, for sure. the long picture because, you know, trying to change something too fast, too soon, people tend to weave off. And yep. as a coach and a fitness trainer, you got to be your own guinea pig and you got to go through the ups and downs, what works, what doesn't. And then you got to debunk the myths that are out there, you yep. know, because so many things can be misread out there. Oh, do this and you'll burn this in three weeks and four weeks. And people mm-hmm. are like, why well, didn't do it? Well, there's more than just doing this. There's 
18, 20 different components. Mm-hmm. And so what people don't realize when I charge uh, for my sessions and stuff like that, like I'm, I'm shortcutting you the 10 years that I've learned mm-hmm. in that 30, 45 minutes repetitiveness as far as you can go and do your own research but not know what's true or right. Correct. And you know, you're talking to the source right there to, to be able to support you and help you and, and, mm-hmm. and find ways to set you up for success based on how, uh, what your work schedule's like, if you have kids, if what type of stress you carry, uh, how are you eating, how do you talk to yourself, mm-hmm. That's huge, the mindset, right? 100%. So what you think you attract is so super important to, to notice the thoughts that are in your head and, and we can go places in there all the time. So yep. this is really about how you coach and talk nice to yourself, support yourself and give yourself credit and that goes a long way. You watch your body change, apply the, the physical realm of that, change a little bit of how you eat and just watch the long-term effects of what you can do with your body and that applies into your work and, and real life stuff. That's everything, too. man. I yeah. mean, that kind of starts with your foundation. Like you said, like you got to, when you feel good, you're going to do well, you're going to do good, right? Like sure. all that things, it starts it starts somewhere. So yeah, man, and you've been in the industry for a while. So I know you, what, so you, you out, of, out of high school, you went to school. Did you go to school at? I went to uh, Northwest Missouri State University, man. Okay. Go Bearcats. Yeah, man. yeah, uh, very, go very Bearcats. School. Okay. Uh, man, my time there was very busy. I was mm-hmm. in fraternity. I was working the strength conditioning program. I was uh, working their fitness centers at that time. So uh, picking people's brains, you know, and I grew up with a couple of my roommates, one I went to high school with, one uh, that actually went to Harrisonville. And okay. we were very close friends now, both chiropractors. And, and just picking each other's brains about what, you know, what you can do with the body and what because yep. they all align, you know, all your muscles align and your everything. So, uh, my time at Northwest was nothing but but, but great experiences. Yeah. One another, I did my undergrad and graduate there. I was say, uh, so what do you have there? So you yeah. got that? Yeah. So I got my undergrad in corporate wellness, okay. and I got my uh, master's in applied health and sports sciences. And right after that, uh, continued my pursuit of fitness in what was now is called Oracle, but okay. it's at Sarner. Uh, that was where That's I was right. at. I do for, remember that. Yeah, man. So Because how long were you there? Because that was right out of, out of school, right? Right out of school, man. I went there, uh, accepted a job back in literally on my birthday, my, my last year of college. Yeah. And, was there from 2017 to a week before the pandemic okay. shut down. Okay. And so uh, what I learned was uh, I got to do something different. Like I, I keep feeling like I'm getting, you know when you're at a place somewhere too long and things just get repetitive and yep. it's like your outlook and it's like what do I need to do next to mm-hmm. either A, fulfill me, to uh, challenge me, change me, whatever you look for. Always looking for that next one. Correct. Uh, so 2020 came, also the year, uh, you know, the Chiefs won that Super Bowl, super, super exciting. Boom, 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 boom. Chiefs. Chiefs by a mill, baby. That's right. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, I don't wanna say that, but we're gonna stop them tomorrow. I think the W might be coming pretty oh, soon, man. Boy. But it, man, I did that for three years. I uh, got to see what it's like to work in the corporate world yeah. of fitness. And now, how'd you like that? How would you like the corporate world? Because that's totally different, um, you know, than what you're doing now. So, what, oh, what's yeah. your thoughts on that? I think it's good if you want to just get the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I've met a lot of connections, still some good friends that I've met through that industry of, of that corporate world. Uh, but for me, man, it was just like. A different experience. I I, I didn't want to go to a commercial gym where I'm just trying to uh, push the sales, right? Because I don't know, man, I'm not really pushy with that. Thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that for me, I I just want to lead by example, yep. and that and then go a long way with that one too. So, with that one, the corporate world it was different because you're on a schedule eight eight hours a day, you know. And so, after a year and a half in, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I'm wasting my time here. 
I'm spending eight, nine hours a day here. I could be doing something way more efficient yeah. with my time. And so time is something that I've started to really gravitate towards because you think you have time and you don't have time. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to find the balance of of when to give yourself that relaxation time, mm-hmm. when to give yourself that time to dedicate to your work, and you have to have time for friends and family. Yep. Have a little balance in there. Uh, and I realized that I was not having the time I was getting at the corporate world. So for yep. me, man, I finally jumped ship a week before uh, the shutdown, the pandemic. Okay. Uh, I went through Orange Theory training. Not so that was when, was. 2000, pandemic was 2020? 20, yeah, 2020. That's crazy, already been three years. Three. Three, man. So I'm looking at this. That's nuts. Oh, man. I'm so glad I made the jump too, man, Mm -hmm. because it gave me those butterflies again to to do something different. Never wore a microphone before to coach Mm -hmm. classes. Never been around uh, so many people in one hour, man. That's You talk about, like, for me, I'm a super empathetic person, and I read people pretty well. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me to have to coach anywhere from 28 to 42 people in one hour, Mm -hmm. this person could be having a great day. This person's could be having a shit day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this person just did something great. So this person's, uh, you know, yeah, a different mood. And so, in one hour, how do you like address all of them all at the same time, them, man? You can't make everybody happy, and that's something I learned when I first joined. I was just like, fuck. I'm yeah, dude. Play that. my own music. I'm gonna do my own thing. If you like it, you like it. You ride with me. If you don't, you don't. Yep. And I'm not here to please nobody here. If you if you vibe with me, you vibe with me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like my my mindset because yeah, uh, you're never gonna make everybody happy in this life, man. And so if you can just make yourself happy, people can see that. You just lead by what you what you got in your example of that. Dude, that is a that is right on. I mean, that is spot on. Like, and that's nothing. We talk about this a lot. Um, you know, at the office, like. There's no way, like, if you don't, like, people need to be almost a little bit more selfish, right? Because they need to focus on themselves, like, because how are you, how am I supposed to help you or how are you supposed to help this person or X, Y, and Z if you're not even good with your own self, right? Like, you got to make sure, hey, I'm good, I'm feeling good, I'm happy, I'm vibing, and that, like what you said, will attract everybody else, and then all of that energy will help everybody yeah. else around you, yeah. and especially with what you're talking about, because, like, so you're let's take a step back so you're whenever you're talking about this you're at orange theory right right and let's elaborate a little bit on orange theory what is that because honestly i don't like i know i i mean you've told me about this but if someone asked me like what orange theory was like i don't know if i would be able to give them a legit answer on what it is so explain that real quick for sure man so uh orange theory is a heart rate based interval training where you know boutique style fitness right so uh let's say for example me and you are working out we Mm -hmm. wear our heart rate monitors on okay um shit we could be running on a treadmill i could be running at six miles an hour you could be running at six and a half or something like that my heart rate could be at 90, your could be at 90. But notice the different parameters. You're running a half a mile above me, and I'm running at a half a mile below you, but we're working the same 90%. So it doesn't matter if you've never worked out in your life or if you worked out for 10 years already. Your heart rate monitor is for the coach myself to track your progress, to know not to overtrain or undertrain you. So along the way, um, if you have a goal, our goal is to work within those heart rate zones, you know. So okay. the zones give me an idea of if I need to tell you to slow down mm-hmm. or you, you check it, or if it gives me an idea to push you. And that right there is where the money is at right there. Like knowing each person and where their shape becomes. I mean, so what's cool about this is because every 20 workouts at Orange Theory, your heart rate monitor recalibrates. So okay. it puts together every workout, you get one data. 
okay. of how you train. So after 20 workouts, the heart rate algorithm recalibrates to your next 20 workouts. All right, what does this look like? And how much shape are you in now? Wow. And, and every 20, I get the result coming in. I see it. I coach people on when to go above. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to take a step back, I want to give a shout out to my coaches right now because, you know, Matt Smith, Paige George, Faith Rollin, like that studio right there, my coaches mm-hmm. and my manager, Haley, you know, Sarah's and, and the pain, they, they all worked so well together. And that's what makes the studio vibe because Orange Theory itself is, is, is a machine. Like it's going to run no matter. But the people that you work with and the, the vibe that you create, mm-hmm. the culture you create is very important. And so um, going back to what Orange Theory is, man, it's having a knowledgeable coaches. You're always going to have a personal trainer in the room or a coach. Mm-hmm. And it's just getting to make sure that everybody's getting the best experience mm-hmm. and getting the right result too, the okay. right way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, hmm. Challenging, man, for sure. Dude, that is because, I mean, like, is it, is it like, what kind of workouts is it too? Because sure. that's what I was going to go into is like, so you, it sounds like you're, you're training like a, you know, a high intensity, mm-hmm. you know, type uh, class that you got, you know, 20 to 40 people in there yeah. at a time. Um, so is that like once a day? Is that, oh, man, are you doing so six, seven classes a day? Does it question. kind of depend? What's yeah, that look like? Depends on your studio size. Uh, we always have treadmills. We have water rowers. We have the weight room floor. Okay. Yeah. So there's always going to be those components in class here. Uh, my studio at Overland Park, we, we run about 11 classes a day. So okay. we're very busy. And so as a coach, we coach anywhere from four to five in a row. And, and are you doing that too? Yeah. So you're working out four or five times? Or? Oh, I'm not working out. I'm on the You're microphone. just on the mic. Yeah, okay. I'm directing. Okay. And I'm challenging people or I'm making sure the form is, is right. Because okay. the biggest okay. thing people talk about is, hey, will you check my form? Like, I don't want to get hurt. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my job is to That's make sure you job. don't get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, working yeah. the right way okay. and everything. But man, if you come in the setup, you have orange lights first and foremost. That's the dopest part. Like mm-hmm. when it gets dark or it's the first in the morning, we work out at orange lights and it's like nothing that I've ever been a part of. And you know, I have free reign to play whatever music I want and I can change it up. And, hmm. and so it's cool, man, to, to see, because we have benchmarks. We have rowing benchmarks, running benchmarks, things like that. So it's in your app. So like if, if I say tomorrow's a benchmark day, let's say tomorrow's a one mile run. Okay. Hey, everybody pull out your phone. See what you did last time. Let's game plan and see how we can get you your next personal best. You gotta be realistic. What if you haven't been around two months and you came up on a day, it's a benchmark day. What's your expectations? I'm gonna try PR. No, you're not. You're gonna have to try to get within a certain That's time right. of what you had. Yeah, I mean, because what people don't realize is that there's so much that goes into training and mm-hmm. that each day that you miss, it, it adds up, right? And so for the coaches, it's like, we know where you're probably gonna be with real expectations, but the heart rate's there for us to guide you because some days, man, our workouts, we're gonna be like, listen, today's a day, your heart rate's gonna be in the orange zone or higher. Mm-hmm. And it's just gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. And people are gonna be like, oh crap, you know, I should have skipped a day or something like that. But no, that's what the, the challenge is. It's like, yeah. we, we, we wanna challenge push you. Push you just a little bit. Yeah. Just push to get out of that comfort zone. And Absolutely. it's not like it's like destroying you, but push you a little bit more than what your day, like what, what the normal sure. would be, right? Mm-hmm. Because sound? one thing that will happen, and you'll see a lot is, is after the benchmark is over, you see some smiles on their mm-hmm. faces. Coach, I didn't think I had it today. Yep. Well, you never know if you didn't walk through those doors. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you always, negative talk always puts you out first, but the coach and everybody knows you yeah. in, in, in a way. And so if we know where we can get you to go in your fitness journey, we, mm-hmm. we can take you there. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of you giving yourself the chance to walk through those doors and, and letting us do the work here. So it sounds like 
Man, that's that's cool. So it sounds like it doesn't matter if you are some extreme fitness guy or girl, um, or you're just getting into it. Yeah. Like you have a broad range of everything. Oh right? yeah. I mean, at, yeah. at Orange Theory, right? We have lifting classes only specifically focused on weight training. We have uh, two group classes which are more lifting and running time, and we okay. have three group classes which are even amount of time on the treadmill, the rubbers, and the weight room floor. And we okay. switch it up about a few times a day, or a few times in that hour. Um, so the workouts are only one hour long. And so you have the warm up, you have the workout, and you have the cool down, and then you're off. Right now we're in the middle of a transformation challenge. You know, we have an eight week challenge going on, uh, making sure people are getting their three workouts a week in, uh, sending out weekly emails to to set them up for success. That's their smart goals, uh, nutrition. Uh, information, little things about recovery, why it's important, and apply that to your habits that you may or may not be doing. Mm-hmm. And the real, the real like bread thing is like when, when you can apply in over eight weeks in the challenge, mm-hmm. but then apply that through the year, that's when your real, real hmm. results come in. And people think, oh, eight weeks, uh, what's the real goal? Well, the real goal is to build a habit. You're gonna see change in eight mm-hmm. weeks if you do everything correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna mess up in there. That's why we're human. But if you can consistently apply what you did in eight weeks for the course of a year, dude, watch your body change. Yeah, watch it. Setting those foundations, man, and being consistent with it, dude. That's cool. I honestly, honestly, I was always kind of intimidated by Orange Theory. I'm like, God, man, like you know, I just go into the you know gym and do your normal gym stuff push-ups pull-ups arms legs you know your normal stuff and not a lot of cardio type stuff and but that makes me kind of want to go in there i mean because i mean how many times like are somebody like i know it probably varies but like what's a like an average person are they going in there like two three times a week five times a week i mean what's that look like yeah man uh great question i want to piggyback off what you said too Mm -hmm. um you said you kind of want to try, dude. Before you become a coach, mm-hmm. you have to take a class. And after you take that class, you call the regional, whoever set you up for that, and you give them a call back and you tell them, is, is this what you want to do or you for sure want to do? Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention before I jumped over as an Orange Theory coach, I remember I said, man, I'm trying to leave this corporate world, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh-huh. Even after the class, I was thinking, Shit, man, I don't know if I want to do this, but uh-huh. it's something different. I'll try it anyway. No background in Orange Theory, never been a sales associate, never even walked through an Orange Theory like building before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd taken one class, and I just said, fuck, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I trust myself. I know I'm very knowledgeable in this, mm-hmm. and I know I can uh, – I have a good personality that I would mm-hmm. say to myself. Yeah. And so we're, I'm like, man, if I can just be myself and coach this, I feel like I can do it, or at yeah. least I'll get better at it. And then here I am. And so to go off you, man – you're right, like if you <laughs> to, to try this, I would always encourage you to try it. You know, your first class is, is a baseline. To see What's gonna be the hardest one too? Yeah, it's the hardest one. I mean, one. Your, your first of everything is, is the shittiest one. For sure. Or you, you might have your ego up here, like I got this shit, and you might walk out of there like, oh fuck, I got work to do. Mm-hmm. And you talk about big dudes coming in all the time, and you know, they, they think they're joggers, they're runners, and all of a sudden they're, they're walking. <laughs> the foundation, and we're not even you know past the warm up phase, and yeah. our heart rate's already way in there. And I'm like, hey, listen, man, uh, let's, <laughs> let's try slow this. It down. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna slow you down, man. Otherwise, I'm not trying to have you pass out. This oh, class that here. might be me. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll work with you, man. But, uh, it's it's a lot of fun too, man, because you really see them humble afterwards, man. Yeah, yeah you might be this big dude, and you might have or you know the super fit person, but all you do is lift weights, but you don't. Yeah. you got to train the heart muscle too yeah. at some point, and, and that's your beat, your heartbeat right here, man. So like 
it's cool to see the experience mm. because they tell you something, but as a coach, you kind of know, like, we're going to find okay. out. That's what I'm saying. Like, with me, like, you're going to find out. <laughs> you're going to find out, like, yeah, Jake's not in the best shape like that. And I know that, you know, like, because you don't, like, I played in a basketball uh, league last summer, and I told you about that because I think I actually came and borrowed some of your freaking shoes. Oh, you did? Shoes. Yeah, you did. I don't know what happened to my shoes. They were where? What were? Oh, I think you, uh, you you just asked me hit me up like you got shoes, and luckily I just had my shoes. But too. why did I not have my shoes? I think you left it in somebody else's like car truck. or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's or, what it was. I remember. I think my like stepdad took my truck, mm. and like my my, my mm-hmm. uh, shoes were in my truck. Anyway, so you know. Man, we were playing. I remember we were like just practicing around the first time, and I'm like, you know, these guys asked me to play, and I'm like, dude, you guys don't really want me to play like basketball. Like, I'm not, I'm not that guy. <laughs> and long story short, end up playing, but I'm like running around, not really knowing what to do, you know, trying giving myself a for effort there, and uh, dude, I'm just, I'm exhausted, <laughs> you know, and I'm we're not even playing full court. You oh, know, it's half court. It's half court. Dude. <laughs> and I'm just, dude, I'm, I'm breathing, you. I'm sweating, I'm like, God, this is terrible. Next day, I'm sore, you know, because you're not. You, I'm not using those those muscles oh, running around different. like I'm used to. Well, long story short, like you know, x amount of weeks into it, like I'm like I'm looking forward to it every Sunday, you know, when we have our games, because like you know, because you start feeling it, and it, oh, yeah. it's one of those things. Like if you don't utilize that stuff, I worked out with a guy, well Austin Evans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Wednesday, and we did a bunch of you know weird workouts that he does. When I say weird, like it's just not your normal like. Probably a lot of power stuff. I talked to him. Power stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. He like we were doing these weird squats where you know you put the weight on your elbows and yeah. you're doing and I'm just yeah. like, you know, my I mean it killed me. Like I'm just sore and I couldn't do half the weight he could do. Yeah. But I just say that because anytime you're doing anything different, it just freaking just destroys your. Yeah, you said something right there. Different. Uh huh. You want to change your outcome. Mm-hmm. Something's got to change. That's you continue true. You doing can't continue the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, you know, yep. this, you do the same thing. You're running in circles, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I tell people all the time, so what have you changed? Nothing. Okay, cool. What can't be changed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, if you change something, the very something's going to happen. Yeah, you're going to change. Happen. It's a, it's uh, yeah, like if, exactly. Like if you want something to change in your body, change something else change outside something of it else. to make it change. For sure, track it. And yeah. so I love that when you said something different. Mm-hmm. Shit, you you said you felt something different. It's oh, yeah. something different. But that's what I mean. If I was because when I was playing the basketball league, I was consistently doing that once or twice a week, mm-hmm. running around doing stuff. Felt really good, you know. Um, so if you consistently do something different, right? Like Absolutely. maybe if you incorporate Orange Theory once or twice a week, Dude, you huge. know, that would be a game changer for you, probably. Huge. And and for me, man, the workouts change every day. So you never know what you're doing. That's why, like, when you mm-hmm. come to the studio, man, people are just kind of waiting to see what the coach has to say. And do you ever do classes? Yes. I actually did one yesterday, man. Okay. And I've been dealing with, uh, you know, some injuries because, you know, I don't know if you know, but I was in a car wreck back in August. So, like, oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, dude. There's a head on, man. And I just remember. Gosh, dude. Okay. Fuck. Let's take a step. Yeah. Hold on. So, me and Eric, we, we, we've known each other for a while, right? We played football together. Ran together a little bit in high school. Um, while you were in college, right? I was working at. I had managed a GNC. Oh yeah! And uh, oh, I love this. How did that come out? So let's. We're going to talk about something. So GNC. Did I reach out to you, or did you reach out to me? Oh. I think what happened was uh, I saw you posted on Facebook or something like, "Hey, I'm looking for a couple mm. people." Uh, That's to what it work. was. 
And I remember seeing that and I just hit you a message. Dude, I haven't talked to you even like three years before that, right? Mm -hmm. I just sent out a message. I was a junior going to my senior year of college. I needed a job. I needed some money. Uh, I hit you up. I was like, listen, man, uh, I just want to come by and see if I can work with you. And at the time, I didn't really know you that well. Like, uh, yeah, we played football but in this sports, but I didn't even like, know you, yeah, know you outside that well. Of that, yeah. So I came in, and you said, all right, yeah, come in today. Let's talk and see what your hours look like and what we can do. Man, I walked out of there thinking... Fuck, I don't think I got this job. <laughs> He's probably got a better candidates, quality. And, you know, you gave me the rundown what I needed to do with the job and stuff like that. What's my availability? Uh-huh. And I just said, dude, I'm open all summer. I, I, I'll work whatever. And so not even, uh, I think like a, a day or two later, man, I get the, the message from you or you call me. You're like, what are you doing? I said, I'm at home. <laughs> I ain't doing shit. Uh-huh. He goes, you got the job, man. Like, <laughs> he goes, you starting, uh, starting this Friday or something yeah. like that coming in. I remember uh, the, the training, man, and what we needed to do, what the expectations are, the closing, the opening, everything mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but thank you because no, that was I appreciate fun. you giving me the opportunity, man. All I needed was an opportunity. Oh, yeah. And I tell anybody that, you give me an opportunity, man, I'll shine. I'll, I bet on myself 100, out of 100 times. So. Yeah, and you took that job very serious. I mean, that was a big, you know, I mean, we were... I mean, shit, we were young, but man, like, I mean, that was like, that was it. like, that's where I learned a lot of stuff, sales-wise, management, I mean, anything, like, that was my start of my professional career, yeah. whatever, right? And I remember you came in and just freaking, just, just was like, yeah, whatever I need to do, like, and you were doing it at the best you could, like, I mean, you freaking killed it. You know, we, we me and you killed it yeah. whenever we were working. Like, anytime we would be selling all kinds of vitamins and pro- supplements, Dude, and it was insane. And it was like back and forth, like, Eric would be talking to somebody, I'd be like, oh, yeah, man, that's great. You know, we would come and just piggyback off each other. Dude, we ping pong off each other, and sometimes the store didn't have enough people, just two of us. We made that shit work. I know, dude. I remember I was the very first time I knew I was doing good when he told me, Eric, you got this Sunday by yourself. <laughs> that Sunday, you make money, dude. Oh, dude. Because remember, because I would always have to be there with you on a Sunday, <laughs> because Sundays, you know, so Sundays in the in the retail world, especially at GNC, like you know, it was an, it, you only had one shift. Mm-hmm. It was a twelve to eight shift or right. eleven to seven or something, and usually all your people come in at that time. And if you got that shift by yourself, like I would always work that by myself because you would make so much money. You would have every single person, sure. 20, 30 different people come in and you get all that. And a lot of time people come in and buy all their their stuff for the week mm-hmm. on Sundays, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I remember, uh, I'm like, yeah, dude, you got it. Because I was done working Sundays. So I'm like, I, you know, I hated it. And I'm like, Eric, you want to work a Sunday by yourself? And you were like... Fuck it. Do it. Yeah, fuck it. Give it to me. You started off the week hot every month, oh, every day, dude, or every week I remember week that you time. came in the next, the Monday, I saw you. Look you were printing off your KPI numbers. You're like, you like, did a double check? <laughs> like, KPIs, no, baby. Yeah. I mean, how many how many GNCs were in the region at the time? Uh, I think we had like 30. We, we were running number one or two in the, dude, in the area. Every every yeah, Monday we come in, it was like one or two. Yep. One or two. And I'm just sitting here like, fuck, I did it. Damn, man. I was like, oh, shit. Let's and then, because you started at Warp, was we, did we start at Warp Parkway? Uh, and then I we started tr- in Belton. Okay, you that's, started a war, and I had. Uh, I started in and yeah. So I, I had just moved. That's what it was because I had yeah. just moved out. I had just taken over the Belton store. Yes, and that was a that store was in bad shape because what happens is you you know we kind of bounce around like if a store was kind of not doing well then they would kind of bounce a but different person in there. So Belton just happened and Belton was at the bottom of the. It was the bottom. <laughs> And then, you know, I got in there and I brought you on and I think we had a couple other guys, yeah. I can't even remember their names, but we went from like there to like number Dude. one. And I'm like, I all blamed on you. I'm like, yeah, Eric's freaking, he's 
killing the game. Dude, I, I do. I appreciate that, man. I don't know if you remember, but there was a time where we were on the call together, on the GNC call, and, and there was a guy going around putting fake $100 bills. Oh, yeah. And, and you, he came you, in my store that Sunday, <laughs> and I caught that shit. And I remember just off the phone call, literally that morning, hey, be careful. They just hit this store, this store, mm -hmm. this store. Dude, I remember this guy so vividly. I'm working, you know, Sunday, like you said. Mm -hmm. This dude comes in, dude, he grabs a kid's vitamin, first and foremost. A kid's <laughs> vitamin. And, no, and, I remember and, that. I and, forgot and, all about that. Dude, I didn't, because I'm over here, I'm like, fuck, I ain't trying to get, like, robbed. I ain't trying to do shit. Like, what if he pulls a gun on me? I don't know anything. I just yeah. know that. Okay, well, fuck. He goes. He goes. Hey, man. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy this vitamin, man. I'm. I'm just gonna pay with this hundred. And I remember saying, Okay, cool. And then, like, as I opened the cash register, I looked down, and something just felt off, right? Mm -hmm. And and I remember looking down. And I was like, Hey, man. Look, I don't got any change for this. You you can go to the ATM or something like that. And see yep. this, man. You know, I'll leave the stuff right here for you. Just come back. Because we would. Do. That that was a legit thing. Yeah, it because was. it on Saturdays after Saturdays you you know you would have a busy day and then the cash register would be nothing. Yeah, right. So you yeah. didn't have stuff and because you couldn't go to the bank until Monday. Yeah, yeah, and we at the closing side you always had to put the deposit in the bank. But I remember him. You know, he he, he was cool. He fucking left. Never came back again. I fucking called you like, dude. I think. The dude with the hundred just came to the store because uh, he tried doing that, and I just told him no, he wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And it was him. It was. It was, dude. I was like, oh fuck. And dude, I, I do remember that because yeah. you called me like, dude, I, I don't even know how you said it. You're like, dude, I think the guy just came in and you explained it to me and dude. everything. Dude, dude, that was hilarious. Insane. I remember, man, on a on a Sunday too. The last one of these last stories here, man. I I remember the the POS system went down. And I have never done anything. Oh, you did have to do handwritten uh, everything. checks and cards. And you're talking about a line by myself that was about eight, ten deep with, with kids coming in trying to get shit. I'm over here thinking, what the fuck am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Long story short, more that show work, man, but like th that forced you to grow real fast. It makes you really. Well, hand, it's salt or problem solving. You know, that's a yeah. big deal, man. And that's a that's a hard thing to have. And you and that's and again, I was young. Like, I mean, I'm just I was learning, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you. I don't know how you looked at me, like, but I was like, dude, I'm just figuring this shit out too. Like, you know, if I'm in your shoes, I'm like, you know, you probably handling it better than me. You know, I don't <laughs> know. Like, know. I'm just like, whatever. And, uh, you know, that I do remember that because like, that was pretty high pace, you know, or yeah, it could have been. And, uh, and yeah, I do remember those days. And I always thought, like, man, you know, I always said it afterwards. I've said it for years. You know, I've said this so many times. I'm like, Eric Chen, like, if you ever want a guy to come you know, work for you or do well, like Eric Chin is that guy. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you know, like so, I said, thank you. And that, that started then. And, um, yeah, so that was always fun. But to kind of get back to it, so, like, one, I remember me and you, we would go, you know, that was the GNC stuff. That was all fun, like the work stuff. But then we would go at all these, like, bodybuilding shows and, like, hole-up booths and stuff. Yeah. And I remember one time uh, we were, you know, our regional guy came by and gave us a bunch of product and stuff because uh, – you know, we were doing well. We were going to go set up a show or whatever. And um, no, no, that's not what it was. That's right when we got to Belton. Right when you got there, we were cleaning the back room. Yeah, that's what it was. We yeah. were cleaning the back room. Mm -hmm. And we were organizing stuff and making it. Because that was all part of my freaking thing is yeah. how the store looked. Like, oh, I, get, I would get audited. Shit, man. You got my ass when something was tilted like, wrong. Dude, I was like, oh, fuck. Because right, I would get right. audited for that. Like, if my store didn't look great they would come in and they would bitch at me about it or you know take money away or whatever so yeah. i was always like dude you guys gotta make sure this looks this way right so we were cleaning that back room back and i think i was doing it by myself one night and i came in 
and you came, you came in the next day, and dude, I was like, Eric, come check this out, dude. Look what I found. I found this box. I mean, it was a box. It was a huge box. Uh, you probably could have fit in the box. Dude, yeah, like the box inside, we we looked at each other at the time, and you're like, dude, I don't know what the fuck's in here. <laughs> we, we opened that shit up, dude, and it was just C4. C4 and NO3. Yes. It was all the cellucor's like, pre-workout line and, and nitric oxide, and it was all in, like, little uh, Serving sample size. servings. Yes. And we were like, dude. And I'm and like my my guy had just said he's like yeah he's like I don't think we have any like like uh, you know handouts I'm like no one knows about these nobody nobody, nobody I'm like did. and the expiration was about to be done I'm like Eric two months what yeah, do you want to do we're like that was a no brainer we took it you know because like that stuff was free like that was that was like these companies would give us samples yep. and we would go out well all these people did not know that this was here because it had been sitting there for a long time because it was a box so i'm like bro this is ours now those pre-workouts lasted us for two and a half years each probably yes i uh i remember going back to college my senior year and this was back in 2014 15. i think you're gonna say what i think i was gonna say go on yeah i I remember dude like getting bags of fucking c4 and, <laughs> and and no matter what dude each serving contained each stick contained two servings yeah. worth. so you're, you're talking about uh, uh a, a stick man in the box dude how many do you think was in there i'd say thousands <laughs> i mean seriously there was dude, don't okay, you think okay you, you take it into account right uh, I mean, so i go back a thousand maybe dude, not thousand but i guarantee there was over over a thousand i would say I worked at least four to five times a week in college, right? So you're thinking about four to five times a week minimum that I'd use. And I'd even leave it out of my fucking room to where my roommates could use that shit. That's what I'm saying. I was, I, I only say that because I remember it lasted me like two, a couple years and I would go 300 times, you know, 300 times a year yeah, to the yeah. gym or day or times to the gym a year. And dude, I would hand that shit out like it was like I was passing out like whatever you know i'm like here you want some you want I mean, some I'm like heaven i got you you know like i was that guy yeah. the pre-workout guy it's like selling drugs ended. or something you're like here you go bro like here's this here's yeah. that like so i don't know dude i just remember that and i remember like we would see i'm like hey, we're, and i would just we'd send pictures sometimes like yep just still working on our yep. pre-workouts for oh, two man. years you need ago. to pick me up here we go just pop the stick up man That's that was funny. great dude that, yeah, that was, was a blast but to kind of go, so that was all. So me and you had that. That was a good time. That's how me and you kind of got really going on our relationship wise. Sure. Um, you know, friendship, professional, you know, wise and all that. Um, but I remember one night. And this is we're we're leading into this. We're going into something here. But I remember one night. You know, we you know at that time, I think me and Michaela had just gotten together. But okay. you know, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. So. You know, young, you know, you get off work, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, like, man, let's go to the gym. Yeah. You know, so one night, me and Eric was like, hey, you know, I think it was on a Saturday or Sunday. I don't know if I closed or you closed, whoever it was. We are like, hey, let's let's, let's let's do some big weight tonight at the gym. You know, like, we're going to max out. Dude, we're doing this or whatever that it was. Is in my head. You go ahead and I'll tell you exactly what time, what day, yep. who we were working out with, everything. I'll never forget it. Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> and I was always big on trying to lift as much weight as I could, trying to be, you know, we were trying to be as big as possible and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And so where do we, were we at anytime? Yeah. Right we right went over here to anytime <clears throat> fitness, got there, started doing it. We're a couple sets in. Bam. Eric Chin tears his pec. Oh yeah. And I thought he, he just immediately was like, oh. And I, I'm like, I thought maybe he wasn't that bad, you know, because I'd never had any kind of gym injury. 
and I'll let you take it from there. But uh, yeah, the I closed that night. It was July third, two thousand fourteen. <laughs> because I had to work exactly. on July fourth the next fucking day. Mm-hmm. Trying to fucking carry boxes with a torn pick mm-hmm. don't fucking feel right. I remember we were working out with a guy named Jordy Valentine. Yeah, remember yeah. him? Yeah, same night. And yeah, we night, were all three there. Yeah, I yeah. told you. I was like, yo, today I'm going for, it was a 315 or some shit like that. like that. yeah. Yep. And I think you were on 275 at yeah, the time. Yeah, I was on 275. I was like, man, something feels off on this shit. And I know exactly what it was. Because Jordy was a shorter guy, mm-hmm. short arm, we were having to lift the fucking oh, bench the off a, a one rack lower. Yep. And that changes up everything. If you know about the body. Yeah, that's true. If you're not out of your routine yep. and you have to lift something from way lower than you're used to, mm-hmm. I was thinking, fucking man, I don't want to waste time just do this. I'm just yep. going to go impress it. I remember, man, warming up at 275. I, it was obviously after like 135, 225 yep. and shit like that. I was just warming up. And like on the second rep of that warm up, I felt something... Rip, 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 rip. And it sounds like if you were to get a rope and just pull it apart and you could feel the strings come off, choo, 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 that's what it felt like from the top of my chest to my shoulder. And you can hear the rip in your body. And so I immediately said, grab that shit and fell to the floor. God, dude, I remember this. And I remember not being able to do a push up for three weeks. And then to go off of that story, that was what, July 3rd, 2014? This past. Last year, March 21st, 2022, mm-hmm. I fucking tore the same spot again. Yep. This time it was dumbbell bench, and my ego got the best of me. I knew I could fucking press 100, and you know, I was. Was that me and you together again? No, this okay. was a different time, but I remember, man, uh, when I was pressing that way back in 2014, I weighed like 200 pounds. I was a big fucking mm-hmm. dude at the time, and now I weigh like 170. Mm-hmm. A big difference, but I was still pressing the the the, the, the hundreds and stuff. I remember a guy I was like, oh yeah, you know, hundreds. I'm like, that's my goal. I'm like, oh, fuck it, you can do it. Just go do mm-hmm. it right now. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, trying to prove a point. Like, dude, you can fucking do it. And mm-hmm. so I went to go ahead and not, and I already worked out that morning. I went over there, grabbed the fucking hundreds, and said, here we go, try this. And I fucking went over. I did like half of one. I was like, fuck, I got reset. And then as my hit my second one, that fucking same feeling. But I caught my elbow fast enough to go to in, get it in to try to prevent it from going worse. All and I just way. dropped that shit. Yeah. And we just worked out like what, like an hour ago? Uh-huh. You saw me. I finally was able to get the push ups, the range of motion back, and everything, dude. And I'm telling you, your ego is down the drain. Eight years apart from the tear, and you're thinking, Eric, what the fuck are you doing? You I've literally thought, like, God, you're still dealing with that, you know? <laughs> and, like, but. It's, it's one of those things, and I feel like it sucks for you. Like, I've actually seen it. Like, you actually, like, it, it, it does. It's an inconvenience. It sucks. Like, it's not fun. So I remember, like, yeah, like, I remember when you tore it. Like, it was, like, it was taking a long time for you to, like, get at it. And I'm Dude. like, God, what the heck? But out of all the people for this to happen to, like, it is, you were probably the best one to ha- for it to happen to. Yeah. Because, one, you have a shit ton of freaking education on this, Okay. Um, and then it has helped you, I think, in a pro- professional standpoint to yeah. be able to help people deal with these type of injuries. Oh, dude, yeah. Because I know I've came to you with my shoulder problem situation, and you, even though like I haven't been consistent with what you have told me, like I have done that, and I'll do it for a little bit, and then I get better, and then you know I'll come back to you in a couple, you know, and I'll say, oh, Eric, my my, my freaking shoulder hurts. Did you shit? No. <laughs> you know, so again, like elaborate a little bit on that um on on on, you know injury wise on what that does to the body and like best practices to get through that 
Well, the first time I tore, I didn't get surgery. Usually when you tear something, it was a grade two for sure. I didn't get surgery. I said, no, I don't have the money for that. I don't have anything for that mm -hmm. right now. And I just got to bet on myself to just be careful. Mm -hmm. uh, fast forward eight years, going through school, going through my certifications, going through everything, picking physical therapists, brains apart. I ask a fuck ton of questions when I go to the chiropractor, physical therapist, doctors and shit, because mm -hmm. As a trainer, like if you can apply everything what they're saying, you know your foundation, you know where to go with it. Yep. Uh, it's harder to explain than what I'm just trying to tell you, but the second time that I tore it, I remember, fuck, back to square one, alright, what do we gotta do this time? And I had that eight extra years of knowledge that I didn't mm -hmm. have the first time I tore it, yep. and then to apply it now, so the recovery was faster, everything got better. That's man, awesome. I posted this on my Instagram, man, from the time I tore my peg to even this year, I was able to maintain my weight, mm -hmm. still gain muscle, still lose the body fat, and, and, and still get them strength back, yep. and that's hard to fuck to do. Yep. When your mindset is, when all you preach is trying to stay positive, you do something that someone mm -hmm. just happens to you, how do you accept that challenge and then go forward with that? Practice you what know, you preach. Yeah, practice what you preach. And so uh, I've worked with various people injuries thinking they need surgery. I'm like, do this stretch real fast. It's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't move enough. You don't do anything. Mm -hmm. you, your automatic response is surgery or taking pills or doing something. And movement is medicine. Let me mm -hmm. let me show you a few things here. If that doesn't get better, yeah, then go. Yep. Uh, you know, I don't have the doctor title, but I've worked around a lot of people to know where to do, how to do it, and then go from there. Mm -hmm. I ask a lot of questions. This movement bother you? How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Like, I mean, I'm just making shit up right now. But if you give me something and I just, and I know how it feels when you're doing it, I know where to take you next. Yep. And as, she, as, as crazy as it sounds, like, I'm just very in tune with the body and how it works. And so uh, this time around, man, I'm very grateful. It, it could have been way worse. Mm -hmm. um, I, I look at everything happens for a reason. And I think this shit happened to me so I can become better yep. as a coach. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and I can know what I'm talking about as you're feeling through shit, man. Yeah. Like, I know how how derailing it can be when you're at your physical shape, because before I tore this, dude, I was I was killing I it. I was like, fuck, I look yeah, the but, best and leanest I've ever been. And but, like, man, man, you look good now. Like, I, I, you can see a really big difference with you, Eric. I mean, you're, again, in what you're saying, like, for everybody who doesn't know you, like, yeah, I mean, this guy, you go in and you'll stretch for 15, 20 minutes before you even get working out. Oh, mobility you know, and all that. You're, you're, I, I always talk to, talk to honestly anybody about even if they know you or not like yeah i got a buddy or yeah eric chen like you know he's big on you know these all these stretches and stuff and i feel like that's a, that's they say and i think you would probably agree with me like the stretching is sometimes is, is realistically one of the most important parts of working out yes. because if you're not stretching out right you're not letting you're not letting your body and all these other things happen to you which is going to help build and all these other things you're wanting to do right and on. it all starts with the stretching and, and it kind of goes back to what we talked about with the foundation of everything mm -hmm. if you and it's just like with insurance man like if you don't have a foundation how are you supposed to put a roof on a house without a foundation oh, right, right, right right so yeah. you got to start and everybody wants to start here you know with whatever that might be but you got to start with all the stuff that's not yeah. that fun yes love that because you see me, and I do. I yeah, do you practice of, what you preach. I do a lot of mobility. I do a lot of band work. It's actually quite stupid how much you do it. Because I'm <laughs> in there like, God, dude, stop with this shit, uh, man. Like, I'm in there like, ah, oh, I'm fine. I'll just do some warm-ups, yeah, you know. And yeah. Eric's over there doing these, like, weird little things. And I'm like, gosh, I don't even know how to do that. I'm even so. to my body. And I love day. it. No, you're very disciplined with that, and that's a big deal. And I feel like that's probably why you do so well with everything else that you're doing um, with yeah. the coaching and, and fitness you. training. So. One thing, man, I want to touch up on that is because, like, you know, when we were younger, you can just go in there and do a couple mm -hmm. warm-up sets and get the fuck after it. Mm -hmm. 
Well, as you age, mate, you really gotta start being smart about how you approach things. And that's no. why my workouts used to be an hour of just training. Now it's 20 minutes of mobility, mm -hmm. band work, system, and then I might only get 20, 30 minutes of actual strength <laughs> no. training time. And then that is like my biggest change of like, how the fuck do I get used to this? And then uh, doing all this, I man, that's been the biggest thing. But like you said, you gotta build that foundation first. And for me, I, I try to be as nice as I can because I see a lot of the people there now pick up on what I do mm -hmm. and then they start doing the same things. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah. You're, you're doing the things that I've been doing. Mm -hmm. You must be seeing some value for it, and I appreciate that. So yeah. thank you for bringing that up. No, dude, yeah. you do a good job with that. So, um, no, man, this has been great. No, I appreciate you coming on. Um, we've been at it for a little bit here. So, um, yeah, man, I'd say we wrap it up here. Cool. But, um Orange Theory. So I guess tell everybody here, and we'll drop some links and stuff on yeah. what you're doing. But Orange Theory. So can they do people reach out to you directly? What does that look like from you, right? Yeah. Of course. I mean, again, I'm very biased towards you, right? So, um, but you know, for, if they want to have a class with you, yeah. what what is the best way to go about that? And then the other part to that question is. Are you doing anything over here, like any kind of personal training, uh, anytime fitness still? Yeah, what I, does that look like? So, definitely, man. So uh, what I do is if you're interested in a class at Orange okay. Theory, just message me either Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Or if you have my number, just hit me up okay. here and I'll just put you in a class. Your first class is always free. You get to try it up. Um, and as far as training goes, man, um, I've cut down a lot of my in-person training to where okay. I only work with uh, people online. Okay. So, like, so are you I, talking about like uh, diets and stuff, or like? I have a sports nutrition certification as well, so I can direct them to the type of supplements to take as with their workouts. Okay. Uh, so what I do is I check in with them every week. I do uh, see where their progression is at, and then we we change things up. So let's say you're not on track this week, mm -hmm. you, you might have fucked up because mm -hmm. we all do. Oh, mm -hmm. Super Bowls tomorrow. I didn't eat yeah, well. Yeah. Sodium shit like that. Cool. Get back on track the next day. Here's your plan going forward the next week. Um, it, it's just. Honestly, depends on your lifestyle. Okay. What do you do for your job? How active you are? Uh, that's where I rewire how much water you drink, sleep, how much, how under stress you are. I am mm -hmm. um, very, very detailed on what you have to do because not what works for you may not work for me. Exactly. What yep. I do may not work for you. So I have to sit down and really know you and understand you to tell you what to do next to be uh -huh. able to see the results that you can do. So that's what I would do with online people, man. Uh, and, and there's a link in my Instagram where you can just click okay. on it. It talks about what your biggest goals are. You can do this or that. And then I get that notification coming in. I, I see this. Cool. Gotcha. Okay. I know your little background. That's all I need. So what's in my questionnaire is all I need to know okay. for me to set you up. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool, bro. Man, Jake, I, I appreciate this time, man. Hopefully, you know, uh, I can come back on and we talk about something else next time. But, dude, this has been amazing. Thank you for giving the opportunity to jump on the first job I ever got. I remember you said you should I even tried to school. I, was, I, <laughs> even, I, I even tried to get you to come work here at Warner Mouse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was pretty, was, I was pretty, I was yeah. pretty persistent with that one, too. For sure. So, for sure. No, nah, you always got a place here, brother. Um, like it. I said, like the, the discipline, the, the consistency of people – and what you're doing, man, like it, it goes and, and you love what you do. Yeah. Like, and that's why one big thing, like, even though I was like, man, like you could do this, like come over here at Warren Mounts and blah, blah. I did not push it hard because I know you're loving what you're doing. And that's, that, 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 that says a lot about you, um, to just take your niche, get obsessed with that niche and like literally like live and breed it, you know, live and die by it. And yeah. like, you know, practice what you're preaching and, and, and like, so. 
And Kudos, I'm not bro. even uh, not even at my peak yet. Not no, even. You're not even thirty. No, <laughs> not yeah, even yeah. thirty. So. Uh, so much more to learn. Very humbled. I always, mm-hmm. you know, like a sponge, squeeze everything in, soak yep. it in, and apply it. But you know, I'm here for you anytime you need me to, man, uh, and vice versa. So just uh, keep in touch. And likewise, I appreciate you having me, man. Okay. All right. Awesome. Episode twenty-eight. Yellow color glasses. Over and out, baby. <laughs>